Welcome to Punches and Punchlines, where we break down the best in boxing with a sense of humor. And now, your hosts, Fritz and Franco. Welcome back, Punch Maniacs. We're happy you uh, you've joined us again. You're subscribed. You know that we're uh, we're back. Your phone your phone brought it to us or brought you. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> it's a new episode, is what I'm trying to get across. I'm stumbling over my words, but I think that's because there was a fun weekend of boxing. Not a ton on a ton of networks. Just we're going to dive into the top rank cards, which was a fun. You know, it was yeah. the soundtrack to it wasn't wonderful. You know, we had uh, <laughs> Joe Tessitore annoying the shit out of me and Andre Ward. But it's like when you're on that that plane ride to Vegas and you're super excited and even the crying baby can't ruin the trip <laughs> for you. Like that's so those two guys were kind of like the the crying baby that is on your, your flight to wherever your vacation is. You're just not going to let it bother you. You just keep that smile on your face and know that you're headed to great places. Yes, Vegas is a great place. And I agree. Usually the announcers, you know, the, the team in the booth doesn't bother me as much as it bothers you. But Tessator was horrible this night and really the the whole team Bradley was okay I guess I mean he, he did what he needed to do but yeah it it was really obnoxious this whole night I was not a fan of that but the fights the fights were fun and I thought the undercard was fun so yeah if you're ready let's go ahead and get into it just one last complaint before we get into the fun <laughs> if you announce everything in an 11 your 11 means nothing anymore. You know what I mean? Like, how about some some range, Joe? You know, like, not everything is the greatest knockout. Oh, my God. Just call the fight that's in front of you. Yeah, it's not WWE. You can take it down a notch. Robisi Ramirez, 28 years old, coming in at 9-1 and one versus Abraham Nova, 28 years old, coming in at 21-0. and oh. Now, Franco, I had this fight circled as one I was going to absolutely have to watch. You had some of this sizzle going on with Abraham Novin. We watched him fight before, and yep. the guy has some skill, okay? And then you throw into it, he's got that the sizzle with the skill with his own mascot. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was just a fun fire to watch the last few times that I've watched him. So mm -hmm. certainly looking forward to him taking the ring this evening or this Saturday. And he was going to get Robisa Ramirez that is touted as a really, really good fighter at 126. Nothing in this fight made me doubt any of the hype leading into this. The guy won the gold medal twice yeah. in the Olympics. He lost his first professional fight and had snapped off nine wins uh, before this night, made it his 10th. You know, maybe that loss in his first fight was the humbling he needed and decided to take it more professionally. He's done nothing but answer the bell since then. 10 wins and Abraham Nova was a legit threat and he made him look like he wasn't, you know, like yeah. that knockout punch that landed. I think it hurt Nova so hard that even his mascot's face got dented in. Like that's, <laughs> that's how hard he got hit. And it was so flush. Like there was a target right on his, right on his chin, you know, Robisa Ramirez just came in and delivered and it was wonderful. Was it his chin or was it his entire face? I was yeah. so bummed. Yeah. I mean, he definitely got a mouthful of it for sure. Oh yeah. And I also love Abraham Nova. Like, as we all know, I'm a big fan of the ring walks and all the, uh, you know, shenanigans that go into it. And the more ridiculous, the, the more original that something is the more i can appreciate it so when nova showed up to his last fight 
with a mascot of himself with the blonde beard, the whole nine yards. I thought that was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. I want to look into getting a mascot of me. Turns out they're really expensive, Fritz. They're somewhere between four and ten grand, depending on the quality there. Uh, so that's that's a little bit out of my price range to to be able to pull that off. But we didn't get the ring walks. They were this fight happened between the undercard and the main card, so they switched from ESPN Plus over to regular ESPN. So we did get to see that the mascot was with him in the locker room. But we didn't. We, they cut straight to the fights once they switched over to ESPN, and it was a good fight. It, it was. I don't know. Robesi Ramirez. I was definitely impressed. Maybe with a head that big on the mascot. You know, for anybody who didn't see it, it looked like a legit college sidelines mascot. Think uh, Michigan State Sparty, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. kind of head. And maybe <laughs> inside that giant head, he could see the future. And he's like, uh, I'm not going out there and letting you embarrass me like that. <laughs> like you're gonna fall through the ropes, really, for your first yeah. loss. That's <laughs> That's a little much. I'm going to stay here in the locker room where nobody will taunt me in my giant head. Yeah, that was uh, was such a bummer because all of that stupidity, the only problem with that is you have to be able to back it up. So yeah, maybe the mascot did not want to come out. He was like, you know what? We don't want to, we don't want to get too big for our britches, even though you paid somewhere between four and 10 grand for me. So I'm just going to stay in the back. Yeah, I like both of these fighters, and I will definitely be tuning in to watch them both again. I love that on Twitter, Abraham Nova came out afterwards. He's like, no, I got beat. He's like, that's boxing. That happens, yeah. you know? He's like, if these kind of things didn't happen, it wouldn't be the sport that we all love. You know, he's like, that's why you tune in, because things can change in a split second. And that's how this fight ended. I mean, I thought that Rubesi Ramirez was dominating before that heavy, heavy oh, punch landed sure, and put him out. Sure. But, you know, to Nova's credit, he didn't come out and say he got cheated or anything like that. He just said, hey, man, that's boxing. That's why we love this sport. I'll, I'll come back and I'll uh, I'll be ready to go next time. Oh, yeah. And one of the things that I love with ring walks is a lot of times you're trying to psych out your opponent. Now, forget all the stuff, but whatever happened before they got into the ring, because Robesi Ramirez had the crazy eyes, you know, like when you can see all the white around somebody's iris, he kept opening his eyes so wide and then grinning. And so like he'd land a flurry of punches and then make the crazy eyes with like a big, crazy smile. He kind of looked like the judge at the end of Roger Rabbit when he reveals that he's also a tune and his eyes pop out of his head and he's laughing hysterically. Like that's yeah. what Robesi Ramirez reminded me of. And I just picture Nova being like, I have... I have a mascot though. Like, oh, yeah. but uh, all my, my whole team dyed their beards blonde. All this guy's really scary. Are you sure I got to stay in the <laughs> ring? With Maybe I can let the mascot fight him. Yeah. Because Ramirez legit looked like a psychopath. And I loved all of it. It made the knockout more exciting leading up to it, where he's laughing and punching like he's enjoying inflicting pain on another human being. So, yeah, when he knocked him out and poor Nova's head bounced off of that bottom rope and you know they got him up pretty quick but when he went down he went down in a heap it was a brutal ko and i'm looking forward to seeing both guys again i'm still a fan of both of them i'm looking forward to seeing both of them fight again because this was a lot of fun and they're both a lot of fun to watch yeah and just to put a little bow on it for anybody that's you know didn't see this card or you know just gets into boxing here and there watch the highlights of this one you'll see a guy that, you know, a two-time gold medalist, and you could see the skill that got him those two gold medals Yeah, and how he's handling himself as a pro because he took on a real test and passed it with flying colors. Artur Betterbia, 37 years old, coming in at 17 and 0 versus Joe Smith Jr., 32 years old, coming in at 28 and 3. <laughs> 
Franco, I was looking forward to this fight ever since it got announced. It was two punchers. It was a puncher versus a puncher. Yep. But one of the punchers wasn't landing. And <laughs> the other puncher was uh, landing at will. I only watched this one once, but it looked like a lot of people were complaining that there were a lot of hits behind the head. I mm. didn't see that, but I did see Joe Smith Jr. blocking a lot of those punches with his face, and yeah. that is not a really a good idea, especially when you're going against Artur Berdabiev, because the dude can punch and was just manhandling Joe Smith Jr. I 100% honesty right here. I was rooting Joe Smith Jr., okay? Yeah, you would. No, I don't <laughs> The American fighter, uh, a union guy, yep, a tradesman, all the things that I love and represent. This was who Joe Smith Jr. was. Now, my heart, so my heart was behind Joe Smith Jr. 100%. But I also did put money on uh, him getting knocked out in, in the first through the third. So... Uh, my, my bank account was, was happy when this was over, but you know, my rooting interest, I still would have loved to have seen Joe Smith pull this one off. It was just a, a bridge too far for him. You know, he's still a great light heavyweight, but it looked like that dandelion in the road trying to fight that steamroller coming at it. And it just <laughs> did not work out. No. And you know, I also do like Joe Smith jr. Same thing it represents a lot of the stuff that I like. You know, he came out with the union flag for the laborers uh, there on Long Island. I can't remember the exact group, but they walked him out. They had the flag crowd was clearly behind him because this was at the Hulu Theater, Madison Square Garden. I don't know that I agreed with the crowd booing for better BF, but I understood it because it was their local guy. So it's like, OK, yeah, I get it. But as far as the fight itself went, because there were no ring walks there. I mean, technically there was, but this was the shortest most understated ring walks ever like both guys just hauled ass to get to the ring the the ramp was set up almost next to the ring itself like it was so short and so quick where you know they just wanted to get down to business and i yeah. can't i can't get mad at that and what was the rush N nobody expected this to go 12 rounds nobody no, no. So I think the over under on or like the, the pay line for will this fight go the distance was like minus 600, you know, so you had yeah. to bet like 600 to win 100 on if the fight will go the distance or will not go the distance. I'm sorry. Now, if you bet 100 bucks on to go the distance, I think that would have paid like 1200. So it yeah. was not <laughs> expected to go the distance. I'm not sure what they were in such a rush for They're, this one. They had some time. They had some time to kill at the end and uh, they still rushed it. And, you know, for the fight itself, Smith Jr., I thought that he took the first half of the first round, like the very opening of the fight. He just kept throwing this, this really stiff left jab, and he was throwing it over and over and over and over and over. And that's when the second half of that first round happened because Biev was like, oh, he's just going to keep throwing that jab and leave his entire left side open. And so Biev started landing that right, and it was coming in so loud and so hard like you could hear just this obscene thud landing on him and then he started connecting it and so smith ended up he, he didn't like go down hard where he just kind of got wobbled and went down to a knee but it was the first time that smith jr had ever been down in his career at all as an amateur as a pro uh on his wife on anything he's never gone to, <laughs> and this was the first time it was the first time ever and it, it wasn't like he got launched to the ground he took a knee and then in that second round 
it was the same thing. It was just rinse and repeat where he was eating that right. He ended up going down again. And then there was another flurry and he fell into the ropes. And then there was a knockdown for, uh, oh, the last one was on an uppercut. So it was the only time where he switched it up. He landed that uppercut and Smith didn't even go down on that last one. It was like he almost went down, but was stumbling all over the place like a drunken maniac. And that was when the referee stepped in and stopped it. I thought it was a good stoppage. I, I What did you think? Yeah, Joe was not up to the challenge. He was getting hurt. I think with the stoppage that they have, he can come back and fight another day. If you would have let it go on much longer, you might have seen the retirement of Joe Smith Jr. And I don't want that. I'm sure he doesn't want that. So I think the stoppage was right. Better be of just is that boulder coming down the mountain, man, where you just can't stop him. I think one of the first times I watched him fight was against Gavadzik or Gavadzik, however you say the dude's name. But I thought that fight was absolutely wonderful. And I've watched a couple of Better Be of's fights since then where he didn't have that same kind of urgency that he came out in this fight with. So yeah. maybe he's just, you know, will play down to the competition. And he was not taking Joe Smith Jr. lightly because he came out firing and just cleaned him out pretty easily. Now, the only complaint that I have, because after the fight, I thought better be Ev when they interviewed him. He was great. Like he was smiling. He gave all the right answers. His English was amazing. And granted, he has. He was originally born in Russia. I want to say he was raised in Chechnya, which is still a Russian republic, and then moved to Canada. He did become a Canadian citizen. So technically is a Canadian citizen, but they dropped all mention of Russia as far as the broadcast went. He was now Chechnyan Canadian. And it's like, um, I don't know. He fought for Russia in the Olympics. Like he's from a Russian Republic. Why are we trying to sugarcoat this at all? I thought that that was kind of a weird decision. We've seen other Russian fighters. Since I've seen everything's it, gone down. Right. I thought it was kind of weird too, that I first noticed. I'm like, Oh, he's Canadian now. Good for good for him. Expensive cigarettes, but good health care. So uh, maybe that's what he was headed for. But before the fight, uh, one of the sideline guys had said that he was going into the ring for all the Chechenian people. So uh, still he's Russia. certainly not yeah, he's still not denying his his Russian roots. You know, maybe it's one of those countries that got taken over that didn't want it ever, you know? Yeah, I don't know. So, It'd be like uh, being like, oh, no, I'm not American anymore. I'm a Chicagoan, you know, or I'm Chicagoan Mexican. No, that's you. You literally fought for them in the Olympic. Like, don't be ashamed of your roots, bro. You know, live up to it. But also I get it. You know, like this is a marketing thing and they're trying to make money. So that's fine. But I will be curious. So the the WBO mandatory was Anthony Yarde, but nobody wants to see that shit. Everybody no, wants but- to see him fight Dmitry Baval. But Dmitry Baval is Russian. Is this going to be Canada versus Russia? Or how is this going to be built? Or are we just going to straight up have it in Moscow, you know, with Putin as the ref? I don't know. Well, just like they'll say the Californian versus the Canadian, you know, like I think they announced Dmitry Baval as Canadian or as from being from California no, during no. his last fight. I don't, I don't remember for sure, but yeah, either way, I would love to see that unification or the undisputed fight, but you know how these mandatories can play out. This might take forever. And Bob Arum's already said like, we're not, we're not fighting B-ball over there on the zone. Nobody watches that shit. It's like I said, Bob is still trying to find the zone on his cable and, uh, <laughs> you know, he can't find it. I'd say like, oh, maybe one of his helpers could teach him what an app is, but that would just 
blow his mind. And <laughs> you know, I mean, how much time does he have left? Let's just let him think that uh, he's still on top. So yeah, not sure where either one of them goes from here. If he's just got to destroy Anthony Yard, he can clean up that backyard and uh, <laughs> then go stomping over to the Bivol fight. So fun things are going to happen at 175, Franco. They say uh, that you can't play boxing, and we prove them wrong every week, Franco, on our segment called Playing Boxing. Beside the fights we just went into, I really, really enjoyed Jahai Tucker yes. uh, just manhandling DeAndre Smith, where the ref finally said, like, all right, if you're not going to fight him, like, I'm not just going to let you get your ass beat. This is, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is enough. Yeah, it was basically four rounds of this is going to get stopped any second now. Uh, but I just want to know who hurt Tucker. You know, like, why? <laughs> he comes out and he fights so angry and so viciously. I want to know who was it that broke his heart that he goes out there trying to hurt humans in that kind of a way in a public forum. Yeah, he did look like DeAndre Smith owed him money or something like that. It was <laughs> it was really quite a beatdown. And then Troy Isley had just a wonderful knockout of Dante Stubbs. I don't yeah. know if you caught that one. That was yeah. fun. Yeah, his nickname is the Transformer, but instead he turned Stubbs into a Transformer. Thought he was going to collapse down and turn into Bumblebee and drive away the way he ended up hitting the mat. That one was a pretty, pretty brewer's brutal but uh yeah it was it was a fun weekend of fights the other ones weren't really anything special uh some weird shenanigans and stuff but nothing that anybody has to worry about but next weekend we have four different title fights all on one card including uh bam rodriguez that's one yeah versus cisa ketsor rungs of eye yeah we got our girl Justin mccaskill fighting defending all four of her belts do we know against the undisputed who yet? ah who cares we're gonna <laughs> tune in either way she could be fighting you know alice from uh brady bunch and we'd still tune in and watch it <laughs> Uh, but then, yeah, there's uh, four title fights on that card, not a single regular championship or silver championship or regional championship, four different uh, world title fights all on the same card. So I will have a beer in front of me. Cannot wait to see that round of boxing next week. Yeah, it's going to be some good fights. If anybody has any comments or questions or just want to hit us up and, and egg on Fritz about how great Joe Tessitore is on Twitter, you know, hit us up twitter if you want to say nice stuff uh hit me up on instagram be like oh that one thing was so funny uh then you find punches and punchlines on instagram but otherwise any crazy stuff that you got to say fritz loves talking to people that have crazy boxing takes because that's basically all that there is on boxing twitter really on all of twitter it's just craziness in in this day and age so yeah make sure you hit up fritz i enjoy it it is uh <laughs> it is a lot of fun don't forget if you're listening on an apple device leave us a review uh we love to see the reviews uh like franco said send us a message uh or just keep uh listening and tell your friends about it uh we love boxing love just chatting about it like uh like a couple of buddies so it's definitely a good time we'll be back next week to talk more if you don't got anything else frank i'm throwing in the towel Thank you for listening to Punches and Punchlines. Make sure to like, subscribe, and follow. And we'll see you next week when we break down the best in boxing with a sense of humor.